0: It's rare to find a gift that you know everyone on your list will love. That's what you get with an incredibly soft blanket from Mickey Couture. With hundreds of different styles and sizes of Minky Couture blankets, you'll find a gift that they are sure to love every single day of the year. Shop the best deals of the season at MickeyCouture.com.
2: What up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt, and this is Rick Brant, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome to the podcast, episode 29
1: on the verge of 30. You know, episode 27 was an awesome, awesome episode, Rick. We talked about the doubleheader, what goes into the doubleheader, Eagles game at one, Giants Sunday night game at eight, Jersey turnpike in between. We know it very well, and that was a fantastic episode. I highly suggest any human that wants to do a two games in one day thing. Check it out. You'll learn a lot. You'll 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 enjoy thoroughly enjoy it. And we're still not fans of jo- Joel Embiid. He has not reached out despite multiple efforts. N- not fans. Not fans of him. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, we got episode twenty nine right now, and we got a special special occasion for it because this is Thursday, July twenty third, twenty twenty and it is opening day for baseball due to the quarantine and this episode is episode 29 opening day and we are going to talk to the man the myth the legend my brother rick brant about his experience on opening day at yankee stadium very very fitting for tonight because the yankees are currently right now playing the nationals in the opening day uh, for baseball during the uh, COVID-19 season with no fans. So no fans were in attendance that now, but Rick Brandt was in attendance back in 2017, April 10th. Rick, paint the scene right here for opening day for our fans.
2: Robbie boy, Robbie boy, congratulations on all the fantastic episodes. You've done a great job directing them to this point. And this might be the best episode we record. We shall see, only time will tell. I'm happy to dive into opening day, what it was like in 2017 in the Bronx, what opening day means for all of baseball across the country, and really what opening day is all about for all teams in all sports. There's so much joy and culmination that goes into opening day. Before we get into any of that, though, I do want to just recognize all the folks that did get and were playing a part in making tonight's opening day for Major League Baseball happen. It's great to see all these sports working to get back playing the games that we love. So uh, you're right. It's opening day 2020 in July, albeit maybe not your standard opening day, no fans in attendance, but still that buzz if you're a baseball enthusiast knowing that today could be the start to a very special season and you don't just you just don't know you don't know who's going to at the end of the year be hoisting the championship crowned world series champions that's what makes opening day so special it's because everybody is optimistic fan bases think it's their year The players, of course, would never take the field not thinking that they're going to play and ultimately win the championship. So, so much optimism. It's a fantastic time, Rob, whether it's July or April. But let me get into the grandest opening day experience that I've ever had. It was back in 2017, as you said, early April. And it was unseasonably warm that day, my friends. It could have been maybe close to eighty degrees. There wasn't a cloud in the sky. And the Yankees and I believe it was Tampa Bay Rays were scheduled to kick things off at one o'clock in the Bronx. And as always, got there early. You always get to the stadium early, but especially on opening day. And one of the things about getting to the stadium early, um, you know, you, you just kind of soak it all in you, you see the fans as they're coming in no more joyous than on opening day it's not your average ball game and we'll get into it Rob it's not your average attendance either you've got some celebrities and superstars that are filing in for opening day in the Bronx oh yeah oh yeah
1: and you know you look at You look at the the country and you look at the demographics and the major cities i mean yeah you got los angeles and you got new york and you're not going to find more high profile celebrities than at an la dodger game or at a new york yankees game to kick things off and we'll get into the people that you met the guys you were shaking hands the guys you were hanging out with nine innings for just shooting the shit and i got to hear about these conversations But I I like what you said about opening day. You know, you got the fresh smell of the pine tar. You got the leather smacking. You got the, uh, the ball hitting the glove or the bat. And, oh, man, it's just the crack of the bat. It's fantastic. Um, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. So let's talk about getting there early. You know, that's the theme. If anybody's been paying attention to how we get these upgrades and free seats and getting onto the field, it's because we get to places early. So show up early. The game starts at one o'clock, the gates open at 11 o'clock, but you did a stadium tour, didn't you? Like before this, you did a little stadium tour early in the morning, right?
2: Yes. yes. So the Bronx Bombers, what they do, as well as every team out there across all sports, they, they, they open their doors to the enthusiasts that want to see a little look behind the curtain. They do the tours. And Yankee Stadium tour is exceptional. It's a really great tour because you get to see so much. Of course, the locker rooms. Of course, the dugout. They've got a great museum at Yankee Stadium archiving all of the championships and great success the legendary franchise all of that is fantastic I personally love Monument Park located out in center field behind the home run wall they've got a great area it's beautifully manicured and landscaped it's got statues it's got plaques it's a really peaceful place and if you're a baseball um, enthusiast this is the spot to spot to be. And Rob, these tours are inexpensive. I'm talking 15, 20, maybe $30. Uh, They go for about an hour, hour and a half, and totally worth the investment. So when we get back to uh, going to live sporting events, all you listeners out there, look into the tours, definitely worth it. Awesome. Awesome.
1: Yeah, the tours are fantastic. I mean, Monument Park, I mean, uh, if you're a Yankee fan, you got to spend the 15, 20 bucks due to tour, go hang out in monument park. It's, um, I mean, I would say the tours make me love the stadiums more than the actual teams or games. You just get so embedded in their history. Um, now moving on from this, get into the stadium early Rick. So, you know, opening day, Everybody's excited. It's like, it's one of the rare occasions that a stadium is actually sold out. Because if you go to most games throughout the year on like a Tuesday, Thursday, even a Saturday night, like, you know, the, game, the stadiums aren't sold out unless they're in the playoffs or the World Series. So opening day, the place is jam-packed. Anybody and everybody in New York City is there. Um, and, and Rick, you scored some sweet tickets. So tell us, the, tell the fans, you know, you, you worked for a company and you were, you were whining and dining people taking them out to these games, and and you secured
2: some elite tickets. Where were your tickets, Rick? Rob, these tickets were in what is called the Legends Club, back behind home plate at Yankee Stadium. There's no finer seat in sports than sitting behind home plate at Yankee Stadium. There's so much that comes with it. The amenities are second to none. You have Back behind your seats, inside air-conditioned, condition, it is just beautiful, Rob. The place, it's like a five-star restaurant, and it's like there's three or four five-star restaurants, and they all serve different food. There's sushi, there's lobster, there's steaks, there's everything you could possibly imagine. A candy buffet, as long as you could just envision and uh the bars of course all you can eat all you can drink the cocktails are over the top i don't drink but people that i talk with and hang out with they sure do and uh it was just unbelievable rob that legends club behind home plate is fantastic and it, it it uh extends behind the dugouts too it's not just behind home plate but it's also the behind the the dugouts both both first and third base side so it's a good size section sometimes if you're lucky if you get a chance online whether it's on eBay or StubHub or Golden Ticket Golden Tickets shout out to Golden Tickets um you could find some tickets there for you know several hundreds of dollars but uh, oftentimes these go for thousands of dollars but uh if you're able to this is the spot to watch a baseball game from the vantage point the view I mean you're right down there with the umpire, the catcher, the guys on deck. It's pretty phenomenal. Oh, you're
1: treated like royalty. You're treated like royalty down there. And you know, Rick, it's it's crazy that you you know, you talked about the food, and I want to get into that in a second, but when you watch the Yankees game, next time you guys watch the Yankees game next year when there's fans in the stands, I want you to notice that that the uh that the seats aren't always Rob, sorry, for, a dog. sorry for the interruption, guys. That is my dog. He is getting jacked up about the Yankees game right now. Something crazy is happening. Anywho, moving on. Uh, so the, this, this, the seats are, are empty, and the empty seats, it's not because people didn't pay to get the tickets. It's because they're feasting. They are absolutely dominating that, that salad bar, that candy bar, that steak bar. That bar in the back for the cocktails. Rick, what was your favorite dish, by the way? What was your favorite? Mm. What what were you enjoying back there on
2: on opening day? You know, that's like saying, what's your favorite car? Do you like a Rolls Royce? Do you like a Bentley, a Porsche? I mean, come on. They're all phenomenal. Uh, The sushi was, uh, you know, savoring. I'm still thinking about it years later, Rob. It was uh, spectacular. Did They have like... Did they, did, they, did they
1: do the California roll? Did they do the tuna roll? Or did they do like the special Godzilla roll? Like, was it just Godzilla rolls all over the place?
2: There were rolls that I don't even know what they were, Rob. There were things that I can't even replicate. I can't even think of right now. I wouldn't even know what to Google search. These things just were extravagant. They were delicious. Uh, I want to go back right now.
1: I mean, Rick, you're gaining access to places that like very few people get access to. And uh, in this case, you didn't sneak in. You just, you paid for the ticket. You got the ticket, which if you don't mind me asking, how much was the ticket? If you don't say anything right now, you know, I know you bought a couple of tickets. So if you don't, I'm just going to talk about one individually, one individual ticket. If you don't say anything right now, I'm going to assume it's more than $1,000 on opening day silence. Okay, if you don't say anything right now, I'm going to assume that it's over $2,000. All right, it
2: wasn't $2,000, you take it. <laughs> what
1: up, everybody? Sorry to interrupt the regular programming right here, but Rick and I have to pay the bills, so we're going to run an ad. This ad is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. it's free, All right. So we were we're in that thousand or two thousand. We'll give a little wiggle room right there. All right, so now the game's about to start. Okay. You know, you're feasting in there, you're having a great time, whining and dining these clients like nobody's business. And and you go to you go to your seat and 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 who do you get to meet? Who who's the first person that you meet? Is it is it is it one of our favorite people that we've ever met? Rocks an orange gear. Who
2: was it? I'll tell you, Rob, there were some spectacular people sitting around me, uh, well-known people as well, Uh, none other than Lawrence Levy, Marlin's man, as he's known. This guy is a legend. So for those of you out there that don't know who Marlin's man is, just Google Marlin's man, and you'll learn a lot about this guy. But he's basically Rob and my idol. Because this guy travels, estimates, over 200 days out of the year going to sporting events. He's at all the football games. He's at all the basketball games. He's at all the baseball games. This guy, he just flies around from city to city. And when he goes to the games, he sits in truly the greatest seats possible, whether it's the 50-yard line, first row behind home plate, you name it, he's there. And uh, of course, he chose, like your boy to be at Yankee Stadium on opening day, and he just so happened to be sitting right next to me, so uh, that was pretty spectacular so, uh, big fan of Marlin's man.
1: So let me jump in there and explain this for our listeners. You did a good job, Rick, but I just want to dive a little bit deeper right here guys this this guy la this guy his name's Lawrence Levy he's a Marlin's man. You can google him. Absurd story, very successful businessman in Florida. And how he got the nickname Marlins man is he went to a, um, uh, you know, he was he was in Miami and uh, he went to a Marlins game and uh, and he was decked out in Marlins like absurd orange gear. And then uh, it was when the Heat were in that big playoff push like years ago with LeBron James. And he had a uh, front row seats at the Marlins game right behind home plate. And then he also had front row seats right behind um, uh, behind the bench where, like, LeBron was sitting, and they had a whiteout for this game. The game was supposed to be a whiteout, so everybody wears white. So ev- picture this, like, nationally televised NBA championship, and everybody's wearing white, and then there's just this dude rocking an orange Marlins jersey with marl orange Marlins visor, and he refuses to wear white. It's kind of like the Seinfeld episode where – uh, Kramer refuses to wear the ribbon when he, when, when you do the, uh, when they did the, the walk. <laughs> um, and so it went viral of who this guy is fast forward to, uh, to this, uh, to the world series of that year. And he's at the, the Kansas city Royals world series when they won the world series. And he is sitting behind home plate and everybody's wearing blue for the Royals, and this dude's just rocking a Marlins bright orange shirt. The Marlins aren't even playing in this game. They aren't even playing this game. This dude basically throws up the middle finger to the Royals franchise and says, no, 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 I'm flying out to this game. I'm just going to see this game, but I'm going to rock Marlins attire and be the only guy in the place rocking orange sitting behind home plate. He was asked multiple times by, by, by Royals um, box owners and like the, the press and everybody. to please go in our suites. We'll pay you to go in the suites. This is the story that I've heard. Go to the suites, go to the all you can eat buffet. Like we just don't want the orange behind home plate. And Lawrence just said, nah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So sorry, went on a little rant right there. But that's the, kind, that's the kind of man Rick was chilling with at Yankee Stadium on opening day. So check that one off the list, hanging out with Lawrence Levy, the legendary Marlins man. Uh, next person on the list. So, Rick, give me the list. Give me,
2: who'd, you, who'd
1: you see? Who'd you see?
2: I want to continue with the list. I appreciate the context you just delivered. I want to go even a step further with Lawrence Levy and Marlins man. This guy, Rob, was uh, the salt of the earth. Couldn't have been nicer. And yet, yeah, does he, you know, really adamantly always want to wear his Marlins gear, even when the Marlins aren't playing? Sure. And you know what? Love it. Love it. Do your thing, Lawrence. But here's what was really cool, Rob. You might recall, we, uh, you know, he and I struck up great conversation. We built rapport that day. And then it wasn't too long after that you and I were going on a, epic sports road trip a few months later we were going on a uh, nine days 12 games southeast road trip so we went on a dozen we went to a dozen different sporting events in the southeast one of which was a marlins game and because of that connection which was really uh you know born that day at yankee stadium lawrence was kind enough to gift us tickets, his tickets, first row tickets behind home plate at Marlins Park in Miami a few months later. And uh, that just goes to show what kind of guy Lawrence Levy is. He's, he's known for giving out tickets oftentimes when he's traveling to all these different places. And uh, just a great guy, Rob.
1: Salt of the earth. All right.
2: Moving on. Who's, who was the next person you met? All right, so I, I, I have to tell this story because it's pretty hilarious how this came about. So uh, I'm sitting there, we're, we're first row, it's fantastic. And then um, I look back a couple rows and uh, it wasn't like the row behind me, it was probably the third row, maybe the fourth row. And there's a guy there and uh, he's kind of like this security guard kind of guy. I mean, first off, the guy I spotted, he's in a suit. He's got a Yankees tie, a Yankees ball cap. Um, he's kind of looking a little discreet, but, but I'm noticing some like, kind of almost like security personnel. They're, they don't look like a security guard. They're just like another guy in a suit, and he's kind of like monitoring the area to kind of, you know, not watch the game, but make sure things are safe around this quote-unquote person. And uh, I started thinking to myself, who could this be? And finally, I get a glimpse of him, and uh, it turns out to be the legendary New York City mayor, none other than Rudy Giuliani. And uh, you know, say what you will about him, whether you like him or don't like him, but at one point he was on the top of the mountain, the king of the world when it came to New York City, because he was the mayor during September 11th terrorist attacks, and uh, he played a vital role at that time. With uh, the city rallying around and and rebuilding and going through those challenges, so so in New York he is definitely uh, a fan favorite uh, for most people at least, and for me especially. And uh, I wanted to you know just swing on over there and introduce myself, thank him for what he did during that time, and um, and of course get a picture with him. Not, why wouldn't I, right? Oh, 1,000%, 1, 1,
1: chop it up with them. get a nice little pick for the, uh, for the records. And who'd you ask to take that picture?
2: <laughs> That's what's really funny about this. So so if you can picture it, the seat opens up next to Rudy Giuliani, and I just, you know, why not? i come on over, a lot of energy, a lot of excitement, put my arm around his shoulder, just thanking the guy for everything. Uh, We were talking probably for no more, I'll just call it, let's call it two minutes, all right? We're chopping it up for two minutes, which is, you know, a decent amount of time to be chopping it up with Mayor Rudy Giuliani, in my opinion. And uh, I said to him, I go, hey, can we get a picture? He goes, absolutely, of course. He was so willing to take a picture. And that's when the guy sitting in front of him, who was, he actually, the guy sitting in front of him. Was definitely a Yankee fan, definitely watching the game, but there was like a break in the action where I wasn't disrupting the guy from watching the game. He was, he was noticeably looking around. And so I grabbed, I actually like grabbed the guy's shoulders, like, hey, would you mind taking a picture of us real quick? And I want to get a picture with the legend. I remember saying those exact words I want to get a picture with the legend. And Rudy Giuliani said to me, he goes, as I said that, he goes, you want to get a picture with me? Nah, that's the guy to get a picture with. And I didn't put two and two together. I didn't realize who he was talking about. I thought he was just making a joke and this guy was some average guy. So I hand my phone over to this quote unquote average guy and I said, hey, again, would you mind taking the picture? He says, no problem. And uh, he takes a great picture of me and Rudy and then he gives me the camera back and I'm looking at the picture and uh and then I'm looking at him and now here I'm saying to myself, "Oh my goodness, that's Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon just took my picture." <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. Unbelievable.
1: Unbelievable. Yeah. Like, you know, it was it was it, it, it was the Tonight Show over here with Jimmy Fallon. Like the roots were going to bust out of the uh bust out of the dugout and start playing.
2: Oh my, oh my gosh, gosh, that would have been epic. But uh yeah, so the so, Jimmy so you hang Hallett, out, so so you hang out with
1: Rudy Giuliani. You thank him for everything. You thank him for who he was when uh you know 9-11 happened and you know how he stood up as a legend for the city. What was your conversation like with Jimmy Fallon? Let's get into that.
2: Well, here's the thing. So Jimmy, Jimmy that day was wearing um this uh, around his neck, he had a strap uh camera. So it was so bizarre. To me, I thought it was hilarious, but he has uh like this it looked like a camera from like the 70s or 80s and this camera I'm sure it works I mean I'm sure it's just a vintage looking camera but he had this strap going around his neck and um, so he's got this old-fashioned camera he just took my picture we start like you know just I'm asking him about this this camera that I'm curious if it even if it actually takes pictures He's showing it to me. He's like taking some pictures. He's showing me what they look like. And so I'd say the camera was probably 80% of our conversation, as well as his photography skills with my photo with Rudy, um, him being a big Yankees fan, all the great work he does on The Tonight Show. I wasn't trying to be a fanboy of Rudy or Jimmy or Marlon's man, you know, because when you're in this area, Uh, That's not really, I mean, sure, you get your pictures and stuff and you talk to them a little bit, but they're there because they want to watch the game a little bit, too. So um, it was all good fun. It was great seeing all these three guys. It was definitely, I would put it up there. I'd have to really go into our bank, Rob, but I would say it would probably be one of the most action-packed days when it comes to being at a sporting event and seeing notable celebrities in a short period of time. Other than the day we were at Media Day, Super Bowl 2015, I believe, um, when we saw all of the legends in in a short period of time. Um, This one ranks up there, and that was was a spectacular day. Yankees crushed the Rays. Weather was exceptional. We all had a great time. I highly recommend, if you can do opening day, any city, any sport, any time of year, opening day is a magical time and it's going to be when we get back to uh fans and spectators being at live events yeah
1: the yanks the yanks took it to them uh the the rays and uh i I like how you nailed that rick and uh you know i'm I'm just you know i i feel like i feel like you know you should have you should have shared some cracker jacks with jimmy fallon you should have been like, hey, Jimmy, you want some Cracker Jacks? I got some Cracker Jacks just to see if you wanted some Cracker Jacks, you know, something something memorable or like, hey, hey Jimmy, I'm going to get a dog. You want a dog?
2: <laughs> yeah, you know what? Um, hindsight, maybe uh, we kicked it a little bit more. But again, wanted to be respectful. I also was doing some entertaining that day myself. So I need to be aware of that as well. So a lot was going on. I was just loving my experience there in the Legends Club at Yankee Stadium. Um, if you can get those seats, that's the spot to be, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Oh yeah, no no doubt about it. On that, no doubt about it. The Legends Club for a legend. What a what an interview. What a what a special treat. Opening day at Yankee Yankee Stadium. You know, back a couple years ago, and now we're talking on opening day, COVID nineteen.
2: Rob, Rob, I'll say it was such a great time that I actually wanted to very much replicate it the following year. I remember the following year, prioritizing my schedule just so that I could try to do exactly what I had done before the year prior. Uh, It was funny because (laughs) unlike the, was it 2017 year where it was 80 degrees? 2018's opening day actually got snowed out, not rained out, snowed out. It was like 25 degrees. And uh, I remember I was about to be heading up, driving to Yankee Stadium when they uh, called off the game. And it was—it uh, just wasn't meant to happen. But, uh, man, you got to go to great lengths to be at an opening day. It's definitely worth it. I'll, I'll end with that, Rob. All right, awesome. Well, hey, let's wrap this up. I'm Rob Brandt. And I'm Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Thanks
1: for listening, everybody. Stay strong. Enjoy opening day.